0: gentlemen boys and girls and children of all ages welcome to episode 57 of the fumble recovery fantasy football podcast Where we're going to start doing our divisional breakdowns we're going to break down every single team from every division talk about the players of fantasy value uh, particularly on offense as we look forward to um, starting our redraft season which will be coming up soon Uh, players we like for season-long players we like for dynasty so a lot to break down uh, we're going to start with the South today, so the NFC South and the AFC South. Unless you've been living in a cave somewhere, you would have known there's been a huge fantasy trade between uh, the two Southern divisions there, so we'll break that down soon as well. So with me to talk it all through, first of all, we have Chigs. Hey, hey. And we have Mo. Giddy up. So Mo, we're doing the South, uh, certainly of uh, interest to you with your um, Carolina roots and Chigs. As a pseudo-fan of the Falcons as well, um, we got a lot to talk down. But first of all, um, I, I, I know it's tomorrow as we record this, but by the time this episode comes out, happy birthday, Chigs!
1: Thank you very much. Happy birthday. Hey.
0: I don't think we're <laughs> going to sing for you as we're recording, but maybe offline we'll do a little rendition or something.
1: Yeah, get, get those uh, vocal chords in practice. I hear
0: Mo's been... white. Uh, yeah, getting his pipes ready, doing his best in our <laughs>
1: trying
0: to get that high note. <laughs> so how's the leg, chicks?
1: Uh, yeah, it's all right. Getting there. Slow, slow, uh, slow recovery. But um, yeah, you know, I can get out and about, you know. So I managed to get out and get a little bit of the sun, which has been nice. But yeah, a couple more months. But yeah, just in time for a... Redraft season, probably. Yeah,
0: it's it's good summer. We got, I mean, less so with the American football, but we got the NBA playoffs. We got the Euros that are starting on Friday. We got the Olympics. We got Wimbledon. Uh, so a lot, lot going on, and then all that leads nicely into the um, NFL season, the NFL redraft season, keeper league drafts. Um, so yeah, going to be, be a brilliant. great summer. I feel like,
1: especially if uh, England win the Euros as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep there is that right
0: so afc south uh and nfc south i'm gonna start with uh, the nfc i think no surprises i'm gonna start with the atlanta falcons so as i was saying unless you've been living in a cave the atlanta falcons traded julio i don't know the specifics but they got like a second end of
1: next year's fourth for Julio yeah. and
0: a fifth, something like that, I believe I they
1: got second, a fourth, second this uh, sorry second, next year, fourth year after, and they gave up a sixth twenty three I think it was
0: right, okay uh so we we were all speculating what the addition of Pitts could mean to that Falcons offense, and we were imagining it would be Julio Pitts, Ridley, Ryan, and potentially Davis. Now with Julio gone. Just as a high level, we'll break down each position, but what do you think that means, Chiggs, for the Falcons as an offense, just generally speaking?
1: Obviously it's a downgrade. Um, you know, Julio's still, you know, one of the best receivers the league's seen over the last, you know, seven, eight years. Uh, Hall of Fame a first ballot. But bear in mind, you know, last season he was he was dinged up quite a lot. Obviously, he's getting older. Um, so he missed quite quite a bit of time as well. Matt Ryan still finished as a QB1. Um, I'm just using TBC as our my reference point for that. But, you know, he's going to be there sort of low-end QB1, high-end QB2, depending on what league you're in. Um, yeah, so obviously Calvin Ridley, you know, stepped up as we, we said he would, made made, made that sort of breakout, breakout performance. They've added Carl Pitts, you know, who looks like an absolute beast. And Russell Gage was a sneakily very good last year as well. So, you know, I still think I still think they're going to be okay. But, yeah, it's, it's going to hurt them not having, you know, an all-pro receiver there.
0: Mo, do you still feel Matt Ryan's worth a first
2: if you're a win-now team in Dynasty? I think so, yes. Um, uh, more or less because they still have no defense. Mm-hmm. So Matt Ryan is going to have to put up uh, a lot of points. I uh, don't know about the running game yet. They have Davis, but uh, we'll see how he fares um either way i think they're gonna have to put up points and they'll be throwing the ball quite a bit so um yeah I, I would happily trade a first for him
0: so that's that's matt ryan i mean outside of ryan you know other qbs nobody really of note you've got aj mccarron kyle laletta felipe franks Kurt benkert so you know it's pretty much ryan or no one some teams have a backup you might want for dynasty i think the falcons it's Ryan and no one but then we get into the world of running backs now everyone thought or many pundits thought the falcons were dead certs to draft a running back and that mike davis would be the number 2 somewhere but as it stands it looks like he's the guy you've got mike davis you've got javian hawkins Caleb huntley still got codre uh, Olison, who's been there for a couple of seasons and then tony brook James uh, who was there I think last season. so Mo, are you feeling bullish on Mike Davis one of your favorite terms?
2: i I think you have to um, and until until one of the other running back can step up, uh, I think he's the guy I and mean, he proved it he can carry the team in Carolina um, you know he, he could be the bell cow there uh, so I mean I, I don't believe he has that much tread. Um, on the tires there so i i think they will have to relieve him there here and there just give him a little bit of a breather but um especially late in the season let's see if he can you know hold himself uh keep himself healthy for i guess like a 17 um 18 week season 17 games so that's that's the only concern i would have going to playoffs if you have him, uh because I, I mean i, I honestly I, I don't know how hawkins plays but if if you know, if there's an opportunity there for you to take the starting position, starting job there. I think Hawkins has, will have the opportunity because one thing I, I know with Mike Davis is that you know you have a little bit of injury concern. You know, he's, he's a little older in age, a little slower. Well, Hawkins is that smaller, faster guy that you know he's a home run threat. Um, so, well, we'll see. I mean, I, I think they might use him as a one-two later on, but start off to start the season, I think Mike Davis is going to be is going to be great.
0: Jigs outside of Davis. Who uh, who do you like having shares of in Dynasty, or would you encourage having shares of? Who do you think's next man up?
1: In terms of running back wise, yeah, I mean, I'll be taking a punt on Javion Watkins. Um, you know, I, I don't think Olison's the guy. You know, he's been there a couple of seasons, hasn't? You know, he had an opportunity last year, didn't really take it. Um, so it's Mike Davis is backfield, and yeah, the guy you'll probably get cheap. Um, take take a punt on is uh,
0: Jamin Hawkins. Okay, then we get into the receiver territory now. As as we know, Julio has left, but they've got quite a lot of a uh, quite a lot of receivers here. So we'll start with the most notable two, which is Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage. You've then got Cordero Patterson, is a bit of a gadget guy. Uh, then it's you know just a bit of nothing: Frank Darby, Greg Dortch, Juwan Green. Antonio Nunn, so quite a lot of rookies, they've just taken a punt on Chris Rowland, another rookie, Tajay Sharp, previously of the Tennessee Titans, and then another rookie, so I think they've added one, two, three, four, five rookies in the draft, as Olimide Zacchaeus. Um, so, so he's
1: a guy, I'm, you know, this is a guy that if you can get him as a throwaway in a trade or something, he's definitely a guy I'd be looking to target. Uh, um, Zacchaeus. The key, yeah, you know, I picked him up off waivers last season, and he had a couple of like big block games—like 18 points against Green Bay and 21 against Denver in Week Nine. Yeah, you know, it, I'm not saying he's, you know, he's going to ever do anything, but he's obviously shown he can have that production. Um, so it's worth, you know, just if, you, if he's if he's available on waivers, you know, there's going to be a, a passing offense. I think, you know, even without Julio, as I say, you think he missed five or six games last year. Um, and they still, I think Matt Ryan still threw the ball over 600 times. So I think it's going to be more of the same. And so you want you want guys, you know, I think Russell Gage is the one I would love to have. But I think he's probably going to be a bit too expensive for a for a number two, straight number three receiver in that offense. And Calvin Ridley's obviously the stud, right? He, he made that step up and now he's he's probably going in second rounds of um, start drafts.
0: But with with no with no Julio, I know they've replaced Julio with Pitt. So, you know, it's still one physical sort of freak uh, replaced by another. Do you think that harms Ridley though, not having Julio, because he's going to get more cornerback ones and double coverage and?
1: But he he, he delivered on it last year, right? Without yeah. Julio, so I think that was the worry. Could could he do it without Julio? And he showed that he could for me. You know, he still had a very, very good season. Very productive. You know, he's he's uh, on average taking down twelve, ten to twelve targets a game. Well, yeah,
2: well, I I agree. I think I think the only risk you run with Ridley is, is I think is he gets injured. Like, gets easily dinged up, and that I think that would be the only concern I would have to have with him.
0: So, who do you rather have for dynasty? Would you rather have Calvin Ridley or Ceedee Lamb?
1: Yeah. This season, Ridley. I think longer term, maybe sort of in two to three years, maybe Lamb. But you know, it, it, there's still, you know, they could re-sign Amari Cooper, you know. Yeah, I mean, Ridley's in a good situation. I think this season you'd have to take Ridley.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: And then what about Ridley versus Diggs?
1: Uh, Dick, Diggs for me.
0: Yeah, I still digs. Mm. Yeah, that, that, see, I think Ridley was ahead of Diggs in many people's rankings when Julio was there and I think he's that sort of player who's just maybe overtaken Ridley because of Julio leaving and the additional sort of uh, coverage but you're right it's all very tight very subjective um, anyone else Mo that you're interested in outside of Gage or Ridley?
1: Well, here, sorry. Here, here's the other things, I'll oh, just to mention, right? And I think the reason people think of Ridley as being very valuable is, you know, he's only been in the league three years, so he's got that youth on his side from a dynasty perspective. He's actually 26, and Stephon Diggs is 27. So mm. there's not actually that much of an age gap between the two, right? Uh, so
0: uh, I, I didn't realize. was just near. Diggs came. So not Diggs. Um. Ridley came in quite old into the league. I think he was oh. drafted at 23,
1: yeah. Yeah, so he's had three years and he's 26. AJ Brown's had two years and he's 23.
2: Huh.
1: You know, that's just a bit of a bit of color in terms of, you know, people are thinking, oh, you're going to get a younger guy. He's, he's young in terms of years as opposed to actual age.
0: And then tight ends, not necessarily a position group that. The uh, Falcons have used, but they got a new coach in Arthur Smith, who did actually use Johnny Smith and Anthony Ferkser at the tight um, at the Titans. So um, I mean, the obvious name here is Carl Pitts, but he is a rookie. Rookie tight ends don't tend to always hit the mark. Uh, what's your outlook for Pitts in year one, Mo? So let's talk from a redraft lens.
2: Oh, um, a redraft. Uh, I mean, we we say this again and again. It takes a while for. Any rookie tight ends to deliver in year one, and I think the last example would be probably Hawkinson. Granted, you know Pitts is a freak of nature when it comes to you know his stats and his his measurables. Um, so he may have uh, you know he, I, th- I think I think he'll fare better than Hawkinson did in his first year. But the tight end position's it's it's it's, it's very complicated with all the passing um, plays and all the blocking uh, schemes. I mean, you it's it's not something they you can pick up just right off the bat and go with, it. and you, and you're going to have um, Hayden Hurst there. Who's who's, I mean, he's familiar with the Matt Ryan. They've, they've got some rapport from last year. So I actually don't like his outlook this year. I think, I think, I mean, after this year, I mean, I think he takes that second year or 30 year leap. And again, it just, yeah. it's, it's just on a tight end perspective. It's just a positional thing really. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm in a redraft league. I don't think I'm drafting him till, uh, I, don't, I don't think I would draft him honestly. Uh, in a redraft league, maybe very late, and um, in the keeper league, maybe I'll give him a little bit more um, leeway. But uh, yeah, I'm not drafting. I'm not drafting. Uh, I'm not drafting him in redraft leagues.
1: I think. I think that's the key. You, you're spot on in that. I think. I think his price in redraft leagues is is just gone too expensive. You know, I think I agree. in the third round potentially of some start, um, you know, some of the drafts we're in, it's it's just it's too high
0: yeah and even Hawkinson, he didn't he didn't have a great year one. I, I drafted him. I had to hold on to him, but you know you know you know what that tight end positions like. and um tight ends is one of those positions where you can often get a player for cheaper in year two than they were paid for in year one, just because they might be perceived as a um as a failure or not very uh, not. Very not very productive for fantasy um so yeah i'm with you i think i'm gonna own zero shares of Pitts in redraft keeper leagues you know I, I might try and get him in like round six and hope you know he's sort of that even that seems early i'm thinking if he falls in round seven or eight then maybe anything before that is a bit is a bit okay. early
1: just don't see him i don't see him going there man like um you know in the auction league we did um you know, he he was going pretty much the same price as Darren Waller and George Kittle. <laughs> you know, I think people have him down as the, the tight end four. In this, yeah. You know, this season now, dynasty wise, yeah, absolutely. You know, you you take him because of that upside. But yeah, just to take, taking a, taking him as the number four tight end in a um, in a in a redraft league is yes, it's the wrong price. Oh, you wouldn't oh, get it, him ha- the it happened
2: league. to our the same thing happened in our best ball league. Yeah. Uh he was the fourth tight end off the board and I was like, no, it's it's not worth it. It's
0: a bit early. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a bit early. Um
2: Okay, so that was the
0: Falcons, and then next up we'll go to your Carolina Panthers. Let's mode. go Panthers. Yep. Um so obviously the big talking point was that QB. Uh you traded for Sam Darnold. I think you got a hell of a deal there. Um, you know, not having to give up a first for Darnold. Uh, so we'll start with QB Mo. What are your thoughts on Darnold as the QB and for fantasy purposes?
2: I mean, uh, all the, I mean, it's it's one of those. It's too early to tell, but um, I mean, I, I love it. I mean, I think uh, I love the fact that you know they looked at the draft board and they they essentially liked Sam Darnold along with a lot of these uh, you know analysts out there. They they thought Sam Darnold is probably if you draft if he was in the draft this year and the fact that he had you know two to three three years of experience. He would be the second QB off the board after Trevor Lawrence. Well, there's no way the Panthers were going to get Trevor Lawrence. Well, why not they get the next best thing? So, I mean, I, I love it. I'm bullish on him. It's, uh, again, it's one of those things. I mean, he's he's in the right offense. He's he's, he's he's got the right culture in the team, so we'll see what he does. I think he'll have this year, possibly next, as his make it or break it a year. But um, he, he's got he's got all the tools. Uh, I, I I really honestly, unless unless we're getting Deshaun Watson, I can't ask for a better uh, you know a better QB at the moment, or Aaron Rodgers for that matter.
0: Okay, very high praise, Jigs. How are you feeling about Sam Donald as a fantasy asset?
1: Uh, I'm not as village as Mo is. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's definitely the uh, the hometown love talking. No, no, I I, I like Sam. <clears throat> I think uh, you know just the fact that he's away from Adam Gase is a, is a massive win. For for everyone um yeah I I think I think I think he's having a good season you know he's got um he's going to a good situation he's got good receivers there in um DJ Moore Robbie Anderson um you know Christian McCaffrey obviously to take a lot of the pressure off as well
0: yeah and uh Terrace Marshall as well
1: yeah Terrace Marshall as, as as a receiver so Put it this way: if he, if he can't succeed there, then then I think he's he's done for. But, I
2: agree.
1: I, I think I think he'll do well, and he, he's the kind of guy I'll be taking as my uh, QB two um, in in a redraft league. You know, if you need, you know, if you're on a super flex, he's the kind of guy you target as your second QB because I think the upside is there.
0: I agree. So th- th- I think there's a few QBs are kind of on that prove it yeah this year um, or if you read the rumours there's Donald there's Kirk Cousins there's Derek Carr for example let's just talk those three who would you have in order for redraft and for dynasty um, or does it even matter between the two so Chiggs
1: Donald for both for me
0: and then second Carr or Cousins
1: uh, Cousins in Cousins probably in both again and Derek Carr okay. Last, I know Derek Carr had a good season last year, and people are talking about him as a bit of a dark horse. But you know, I just, I just think the talent around Cousins is better. I still don't think they're sold on Derek Carr in, in Las Vegas. I just don't think they had a high enough draft pick to to pick up one of the QBs in this class. I think they may try to make a move for Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I think john Watson was mooted as well. So you. There's
2: just enough rumblings there that Derek Carr's just not their guy. Yep, and Mo, I agree. Same order, same um, order. Okay, I would love uh love Watson to somehow get traded to the Raiders. I mean, if someone's gonna jump on the, on Watson right now with everything going on, it's it's the Raiders. <laughs> and hey, and every everything's legal in Nevada. Of course,
0: the yeah, Raiders uh, love that kind of player um so next up then we have the running backs um unknown quantity uh called christian mccaffrey um been in the league a few years but you might not have heard of him much um so he
1: wasn't very good last year was he
0: no it was wasn't
2: even in the top 36 running backs to be honest so a bit
1: of a, a bit of a letdown
2: I, I love that stat though i think he was what running back 37 or something and he only played four games <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh goodness. Yeah, CMC you know, many people's 101 in redraft leagues. Um absolute PPR machine. So um
1: Where would yeah. you where would you take him in a super flex start
0: In a super flex, I think he goes around pick five for me.
1: Who is so your top four would be what, Mahomes? Actually
0: no, six. Pick six. Mahomes Josh Allen, Kyler, Lamar, Dak and then CMC.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah. I I think I'm taking CMC before Dak and Lamar.
1: I'm am t- taking CMC before Lamar. Dak's the probably the the coin injury,
2: huh?
1: for me and e- even Kyler. Yeah, Kyler, Dak and McCabe. I think Allen and Mahomes are my top 2. Yeah, Superflex and then it's that I just don't think you can get another player like McCaffrey, whereas I think you can still get a Justin Herbert, um, Deshaun Watson, what have you in the second round.
0: Yeah. and Maybe I'm thinking from the lens of our dynasty leagues where there's a 0.1 PPC as well. Cause Lamar with the rushing upside, um, you know, I think last year had a bit of a down year, um, but he still ended up QB 10. Um, but I, I just think his upside is so great. And, um, I think this is probably the cheapest you're going to get him for the next few years, just because people think people are, you know, really high. I think the darlings of the moment are the Josh Allen's and the Kyler Murray's. Um, Everyone remembers Dak, the one good game he had before he got injured, and and, you know they're great quarterbacks, great for dynasty, great for redraft. But I do think Lamar's value is a little bit, little bit depressed, and um, maybe trying to make an odd dynasty move for him. So watch this space.
1: I think I think it's interesting because look, yeah, you love Lamar's upside, and obviously what he did two seasons ago, and even last year, you know, he still finishes a QB one. But I think we said it was a bit of a disappointment given where you were taking him. I think the issue with him is, and this is this is a slight risk, is that there was talk obviously that people would figure out how to stop how to stop that offense. Right? They had enough tape on him to do it, and they didn't stop him, but they definitely slowed them down. So that, that's, the, that's the risk for me. That's why I would be a little bit nervous about because, because he's not a passer, right? He's, he's a pure rushing QB. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, if you own Lamar as I do and he won you a championship, you're going to remember that because his last five games, so when it really mattered, 29.2, 39 points, 33.7, 25.6, 31.8. So he showed up when it mattered, uh but you're right that middle period of the season, there's a sixteen there's a twelve there's a you know twenty and nineteen point eight but if 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 you could ride if you were able to ride him out, I think you tend to remember more about his upside than yeah. if um but as i said I owned him, he helped me to the championship in i d p uh but we'll we'll cover Lamar when we talk about the Baltimore Ravens and the uh and the north uh okay so receivers then oh well sorry running backs um backups then you've got tuba hubbard who i'm quite high on you've got mikey daniel trenton cannon spencer brown this guy seems to have been there forever reggie bonifon i (laughs) thought he would have left but he's still he's still there mo i'm gonna ask you this question any backups you uh you think are worth
2: rostering from the panthers i love bonifon um, he actually, actually, he actually played really well last year when um, he would kind of when CMC was out and he was he would kind of spill in for Mike Davis. Uh, but now you got Chubba Hubbard. You got to get on the Hubbard train. I think you're going to see a nice one-two punch here. Uh, he's he's someone that uh, that you actually can you really you, I think I mean, dynasty wise, you can get him late. You can get him at a fair price. He's someone I think you would want. And I think they're going to probably use they might use him a little bit more on the running game. He actually made split carries with CMC. However, CMC they'll they'll probably run two running back sets and CMC will come out of the flak, and uh, and become a receiver. So, and I think that and I think they do want to give they don't want to run CMC to the ground. So I could see I could see a nice 80-20 split to start with, and you never know midway uh, midway or end of the season. I can see a 50-50 carries, but um, CMC will probably be on the field every single play still.
0: Yep. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I think Chuba Hubbard's a a late-round flyer. I'm trying to get in all my redrafts. And (laughs) I shouldn't say this as we're mid-draft, but I think he's a must-have in uh, best ball as well. (laughs) I think there's going to be some games where he's getting like 150 yards, two touchdowns, just because he's the hot hand. Um, I I think he's that good. He was really good at Oklahoma State. Uh, I think, you know, injuries sort of stunted his progress last couple of years, but I'm um, very high on Tuba Hubbard. Uh Samo, so uh, pop quiz time. Who were the quarterbacks that started or played for the Panthers
2: last year? Uh it was actually Will Greer never hit set the set the I don't think he played ever, but PJ Walker did, and Teddy Bridgewater of course. Um but PJ Walker was actually number two, which I was surprised with. Uh they were PJ Walker and Will Greer will suit Based on who who they're playing against, so sometimes well Greer will um, uh, suit up uh, as as you know as a, as a second as the backup QB, and yep. um, PJ wouldn't. But uh, but I want to actually getting on the field. Walker's the other uh, the other one, which I would not really be holding on to him. I was not a fan.
0: No, no, that's fine. Uh, the reason I ask is because unless I misunderstood or misread, I think the Panthers were the only team. Who had three receivers in the top 25 receivers last year And that's with, that's with Teddy Bridgewater And as Correct. you say, maybe a bit of PJ Walker So you've lost Curtis Samuel uh, You've still got Robbie Anderson You've still got DJ Moore You've added the likes of Terrace Marshall and David Moore uh, Keith Kirkwood as well so um, I'm going to talk about receivers as a group, and I'm going to ask you, Mo, again, as a fan, how are you feeling about that receiver group for fantasy? And we know DJ Moore is going to go early and often. Um, he's a great talent. But how are you feeling about DJ Moore in, relative to his ADP and then also the likes of Marshall and Anderson for this season?
2: So remember last year, I was one of the biggest complainer, of DJ Moore's ADP, and yeah. I, 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 I hated it. Guess what? This year, told totally the opposite. He's a bargain at the ADP. You're getting it, getting him for. He will be a wide receiver one this year. Uh, he's actually getting the early snaps with Darnold at QB. Uh, Robbie Anderson is a no show right now. I think you know there's some trade talks and he might be a little upset, but apparently he's still he's still he's still keeping up with the team and all that. The coach isn't concerned. Uh, so um, hopefully that's not an issue. But uh, I, I can see I can see both Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore being again a thousand. Easily thousand plus yards. DJ Moore's going to have a bigger season uh, this year, easily. Uh, and I can, and I think the rest is going to be kind of split between Terrence Marshall, you know, David Moore here. I think now Dan Arnold may play pay a little bit. You know, they'll probably bring the tight ends in. But uh, yeah, want you want to target a wide receiver It's DJ Moore this year. He's yeah, my he's my darling.
1: You absolutely snipe me in a <laughs> one pick before me. Uh, yeah. i I absolutely love dj more you know i was was hiring him last year and i think you're right mate like he's probably his adp definitely in redraft was probably a little bit off i still think in dynasty um you know long-term asset he's still for me at the top you know wide receiver one in dynasty
2: um yeah i can see that but i think you're
1: right yeah this season his price is definitely a bit more depressed than it was last year
0: so i'm gonna go back to my favorite comparison uh person dj Moore or cd lamb for dynasty
2: uh i think i think it's gonna be the same thing i mean what we'd said with ridley i think in the near future one or two years i'm taking dj Moore. i think if you're going you know two plus years probably cd lamb you just don't know what's going on there uh i'm I'm gonna essentially i mean dj Moore and cavill and riddy were one and two off the board in that draft and i'm gonna just similar i'm gonna give you a similar comparison between both of them
1: it's funny because I think you'll find in, in dynasty formats, the price of CD Lamb is going to be higher than definitely DJ Moore.
2: Really? Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh. I, I think, like, just, you know, I, I've made inquiries about CD Lamb and you're looking, I know he's a bit older, but you're looking at someone like DeAndre Hopkins for CD Lamb, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure you can get DJ Moore plus for, for Hopkins.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one uh, And then tight ends as you said You've added Dan Arnold um, Not really much to write home about here Dan Arnold, uh, Ian Thomas is still around Tommy Trembles A rookie you've added this year from Notre Dame uh, Then A bunch of other guys Giovanni Ricci and Stephen Sullivan and Colin Thompson and Yeah um, So let's just, let's just start with Dan Arnold And Ian Thomas, Mo Any fantasy relevance this year?
2: I I don't think so. I mean, you might have a game or two they they do well. I mean, so best ball wise you can kind of target them late, very late. Um but yeah, I don't I don't see much significance uh, in the tight end room. I mean, Dan Arnold is a receiving one. He's he's a pretty big body. Uh uh Sam Sam Donald does like his tight ends, so I can see some relevance there. Relevance there. However, um apparently um uh um uh, the other guy there I'm sorry, Dan Arnold and um oh, oh Ian thomas Ian thomas uh, apparently he's been uh he's been putting in some good reps uh he just it's just one of those odd positions. I mean, he was a raw um prospect, so uh we'll I mean we'll see if he makes the transition here in year three or four now, I guess
0: so yeah uh okay, so um New Orleans saints, then legendary drew Brees has retired. Uh, so the QB um, competition is wide open at the moment. they've got james winston they've got taysom Hill they've still got Trevor Simeon as a backup and they've added Ian book um, in I think the fourth round this year. so I'm um, putting you on the spot who's going to be the uh, starting QB mo
2: <laughs> both can i can I answer both I mean Winston <laughs> and Hill. First half maybe Winston or Hill, and then just gonna, they're just going to rotate when each quarter maybe alternate each quarter. Who do you rather have for fantasy? Uh, probably Hill. Uh, less less inter- if you if you're gonna because he'll 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 be he'll be on the uh, on the field maybe as a run as as a receiver or as a tight end or or something or a running back. So I would probably want Hill at this stage, but um yeah it's it's oh man I don't I don't I, you have no idea. Uh, what Peyton's going to do there? Jigs, Winston or Hill?
1: Uh, Winston for me. I think just purely as well because Taysom Hill is going to torch Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas's fantasy value. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I think Winston's your prototypical quarterback, and you're just hoping you know he's with um. With Sean Payton there, and obviously having learned from Drew Brees over the last year, you know, he's just gonna cut out those bone-headed mistakes. But yeah, still I can still see Tayson Hill having a role.
0: Oh, that might be the the bad thing. If he's learned from Drew Brees of last year, it's maybe one of the worst years for Drew Brees, <laughs> right? So uh you could just see that arm arm talent had kind of gone. Uh running backs then, uh there's five TD, Alvin Kamara. I'm sure he won a lot of people their fantasy championships. Backing him up, you got Latavius Murray, Ty Montgomery, Dwayne Washington, and uh Stevie Scott the third out of Indiana. Uh we all know Kamara's a beast, absolute fantasy um god. But if Taysom's the Q B, what are your thoughts on Kamara? Or is the is the even the mere fact that Taysom could be the QB
2: worrying you about getting Kamara at all? Oh for sure. If if, if if I want, I'm actually going to, I've been kind of avoiding Kamara for that main reason. If Tayson Hill's the QB, I honestly, yeah, you don't want Kamara. You want Winston to be a QB, or you're expecting Winston to be the QB if you're drafting Kamara.
0: Would you rather have Kamara or Zeke than Mo?
2: Ooh, I think the safer bet is Zeke. I
1: agree with Mo there. I think uh, if, you, if you're playing for safety, I think Zeke. If you're just going to gamble on pure upside. It's uh, Kamara, but the, the trouble is, right? Is, is you, you really you don't really want to miss on your first round pick. I think that really sets you back. So you know, yeah. you're picking, bud. you know, people that took McCaffrey and Saquon last year. They may have made the playoffs, but you know, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you'll you are you your battle basically. I think where Kamara is going is, it is a little bit risky. So here's a question: Would
2: you take Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara? Oh,
1: Derrick Henry. In a PPR league as well?
2: Yes. Oh yeah, that's
1: yeah. oh, especially, <laughs> uh, especially
2: uh, that 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 offense is going to be oh that offense is going to be great now with Julio. They they yeah. can't stuff they can't stuff the box. They can't double team. Um, that safety is going to have to be back there with AJ Brown and with um, Julio there. Oh, Henry's going to run wild. And in a full PPR this season, would you rather have
0: Kamara or Jonathan Taylor? I'm taking Taylor.
2: I-, I hate to say it. Yeah,
1: I'll probably. Oh, yeah. I'll, pro- I'll probably be going Taylor as well. But it's, it's so hard to sort of do that to Kamara, as you say. You know, this yeah. down yeah. in, uh, playoffs and stuff. Like, as you say, oh, right? You remember so- you remember those performances that get when it come when it counts, and he's the guy. But Right, so
0: Mo, add it to your ledger. You've both taken Zeke over Kamara. In a, will, Shall we use one of our leagues as a proxy? I'll go 50-50 with each of you if you want. No, but this is the
1: thing, right? Like, I, it's the safe move. I'm not sure necessarily I'd still be doing it.
2: Yeah, again, agreed. I, I don't know who's going to... I wouldn't make a bet on it. I'm just saying, like, I think in a draft, uh, I, I would take... In a draft, I would be taking Zeke. I think I'm uh, I'm kind of in the same agreement there with Cheeks. There in a draft, I'll be taking Zeke. However, I'm not saying Zeke is going to do better than Kamara. It's I 55. think that's safe. I mean, I'll uh, come on, lads. It's fifty-five. How about uh, how about this? Uh, if uh, if uh, if Zeke does better, um, uh, 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 yeah, okay, we win. If if Kamara does better, yeah, you win that. However, if Henry beats Kamara, um, uh, it's a push.
0: I think Henry's going to beat both of them. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So we're future, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think Henry's going to eat with who? Oh, Henry, yeah, Henry's going
1: to. Yeah. Easy. So for me, I'm going to save my Fab. I'm going to lose Fab at will as usual, but um, I'm going to save it for bets I'm a little bit more kind of bullish on, and this one for me is a push.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fine, same fine, here. Fine. Uh, right. So then we get into the uh, receiver territory now. Obviously, everyone knows about Michael Thomas. Had a down year last year and as you're saying qb play could affect him behind michael thomas there's i mean they've got a lot of receivers on the uh roster but uh who are you liking as potentially other receivers so you got uh marcus Callaway. uh you've got traequan smith who's been there for a few years uh you've then got john Harris, benny fowler um, and then a bunch of sort of unheard of a- aesop winston and uh, Jalen McClessey, who's a rookie. Jake Lampman. A lot of players even I've never heard of. Uh, Lil Jordan Humphrey, of course, from Texas. <laughs> um <laughs> one of my favorite names. Um so Chiggs. In fact, what's your outlook for Michael Thomas this year?
1: I'm I'm very bullish on him given where his value is right now. I think I took him in I've been taking him in the fourth round in a lot of um startups as in, you know, best balls and
2: yeah, he staked me by know. one pick.
1: <laughs> I think um, just the value in the fourth round for you know, he's the classic guy where you've had a down season and people are ready to kind of ditch him. You know, this guy's been top five the position for you know, obviously you know, last you know, two years ago I had the record year, but you know, the guy's been an absolute stud every year in PPR leagues. Yeah, so you look at his position there: seven, five, six, and one. And so,
0: then last year, he had the bad year, but it's interesting, right? Because in our best ball league, um, he was the next receiver that you took after I took Keenan Allen. So, who would you rather have for this year than Keenan Allen or Michael Thomas?
1: Michael Thomas,
2: okay. That's how about what's... um, how about Michael Thomas or DJ Moore?
1: Michael Thomas, still probably for me, you Ye- know, as I say, I think it's just. Because he hasn't got any other competition, right? I mean this is predicated on James being the QB, but he he's their main playmaker, like and he, and again he's shown that he I know that with a better Q B, but he's shown like he can handle the workload and the coverage of being the main guy and then put up numbers.
0: Yep. So Mo of the three, Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, DJ
2: Moore. <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the safety and um, I'm going the safe route. I'm actually taking DJ Moore, Keelan Ad over Thomas. Um, I, I, I you're absolutely right. The talent's there. He's <laughs> the better. He's the better talent. I just I'm just kind of I'm kind of shook on any any Saints player this year because I I just don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna play how they're gonna operate what they're gonna do and because of that I'm just I'm I'm kind of shook on that and I mean. You're going to have more cuts because of salary cap issues. Um, I could see him being traded as well. It's um, He's probably going to demand a trade, honestly, halfway through the season or even early on. He's Thomas is going to demand a trade. Um, I, I've i think, I've got, I've got a proposal because
0: yeah. I think Keenan Allen will be highest on them. Mo, you're saying DJ Moore and Chiggs is saying Michael Thomas. How about we have a three-way bet? The person who has the lowest player of them gives 25 fab to the – second one and then 50 fab to the first one that's Pick fair for that yeah i'll take that chiggs you game
1: so what well, the, the 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 winner of it gets 50 15 25
0: Winner gets 50 and uh, the second second one gets
1: 25 yeah, but again right uh, I'm, I'm 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 in a stacked position right because i don't know if the qb is going to be again it's not a bet i'd want to be making right
0: <laughs> you said you're bullish on him
1: <laughs> oh um, yeah i mean look i mean i'm getting a, a stud receiver in the fourth round like for sure like, like I, you know I, I don't think people are gonna people are down them right but at the same time like i like keenan allen and i like dj more so yeah fair enough yeah, not, 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 not for me not for me
0: yeah, DJ Moore actually went after Michael Thomas and Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah. So Keenan Allen was four three, Michael Thomas was four six, DJ Moore was five six. Uh, but DJ Moore actually went after Robert Woods and CD Lamb. So
1: here's here's the funny thing, though. Like you said, you would take Michael Thomas. If I if I had passed on him at four o six, you would have taken him at four o seven.
2: Uh no, because you know why? Um, I looked at value. So uh, the, the reason I didn't take DJ Moore there is because I looked at what the other people were going to do. And I was like, uh, if, if I lose him, I'm fine. But I, I th- I, I, based on who was there, I think DJ Moore was going to come back to me. So to be, it was basically based on just what yeah. people had. And um, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you drafted before me, I would have had to take DJ Moore because I knew you would take him. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just based on the, uh, the, who, 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 who was drafting uh, uh, after me.
0: Yep, and then uh, tight ends at the Saints. We have um, we have Adam Troutman. I think Jared Cook has left, right? So yep, he's, he's gone. gone. So you've got Troutman. You've got Nick Vanette, Garrett Griffin, Gerald Adams. So a lot of, I mean, if ever you wanted opportunity, this this has got to be the year for Troutman. So Mo, how are you feeling about Troutman?
2: a? I think a... he's, um, in a dynasty, this is the guy you probably want to take a punt on. Um, uh, he, he's He's set up perfectly, you know um safety valve there i've always said that with any 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 new qb any new system uh yep. you know you, you know uh, a tight end does it fairly well so yeah this is this is the guy i i mean his, his values there in a redraft i'm not i'm I'm not touching him in a dynasty i'm taking him best ball sure uh, again one of those little late flyers yeah
0: actually I forgot to talk about Traquan smith uh chiggs you think uh Traquan is someone you're gonna have interest in this year
1: yeah, he's, he's a guy you sort of take a bit of a flyer on, right? You know, he's he's flashed before, but hasn't really put it all together. Um, you're hoping, again, Jameis is a QB and they're airing it out. And, you know, he's the second guy behind Thomas. I think Sanders has left and stuff. So, yeah, he's he's a bit of a guy to take a flyer on, but I wouldn't be wouldn't be expecting too much.
0: Cool. So it's pretty much Trapman and owen then of the saints uh i think we've gone quite long so we'll we'll do the um we'll do the last team from the nfc south i think we'll do a afc south next week as a separate episode uh because we're actually getting into a lot of detail which is good uh so the next team the uh, super bowl reigning champions the tampa bay buccaneers um no real trades or major additions to talk about most of the pretty much everyone who is a starter has been brought back uh, or is back so we'll start with um Tom Brady mo do you think this is Tom Brady's last year <laughs> i think so you really yep. do <laughs> if you were in a win now team would you still give up a first for Tom Brady
2: uh, only if i was in the final
0: okay so only late
2: only late i, I wouldn't i wouldn't be taking uh, i wouldn't be taking Tom Brady early just too many concerns and uh, so kind of like what i did last year i wouldn't mind taking brady uh, giving up a first uh for Brady uh if I'm in the final or in the semifinals for that matter and I was weak at QB.
0: Uh Jigs, what are your uh, what's your outlook for Tom Brady uh, for redraft?
1: Uh absolutely love him. He's a guy I'm targeting. Um you know you wait on QB, he's the perfect guy to to wait on. You're not getting the same upside as your, your Dax and Kyler's you know in terms of rushing but Amount of weapons he's got, and it you know, still shows he can. He can um, throw the ball very nicely. So Gronk, um, he Antonio Brown, see <laughs> Godwin and Evan. Like got Cameron Bray, OJ Howard. Yeah,
2: he's, o. J. he's got
1: a stacked offense. That, that's that's actually the worry, and we think we've talked about this right in terms of who's the receiver you want to own. There. It's too crowded, almost. Um, yeah. So Tom Brady, Tom Brady is the guy you want, and then you take any other guys in a baseball league, right? Because you don't know what week Evans or Godwin's going to go off, but you know they will.
0: Yeah, and this is this is the issue because uh, I've got Evans in one dynasty league and Godwin in the other. Chigs, you've got Godwin in uh, dynasty as well, but uh, he he was good for PPI. He was actually targeted quite a lot down the middle of the park. You know, he's a slot receive specialist now. Uh, can play on the outside as well but as you you know mike evans prime example there were games where he got you nearly 40 points and then games where he got you like less than five and uh that's the danger with a a team that's got so stacked on their depth squad uh depth you know depth chart sorry i think i think for me evans is exactly that evans is your
1: boom bus guy you know um, he's going to be more. He's going to play a little bit like a tight end in that he is quite touchdown dependent and big play dependent. Whereas I think Godwin's going to be solid. You know, he's a slot receiver. He'll get six to ten catches a game. You know, sixty to a hundred yards a game. And if he can get a touchdown, that's what'll put him. You know, put him over the top. But I think it, I think he's his upside is capped because of the lack of touchdowns. And um yeah, so I think I think they they both just cannibalize each other a little bit with all the other weapons around them.
0: And so Mo, who's the RB that you'd like to own? You've got Fournette, you've got Jones. They've also added geo Bernard, so a third down specialist. They've also added CJ ProSize, who's a third down specialist. I don't know if both of those guys will make the roster. You've obviously still got Keyshawn Vaughn around. Um so for this season,
2: who's the RB you want to own? Oh man, it's a shot in the dark. Um, I'm probably gonna stick with Fournette, uh, but I think it's just gonna be the hot end. Um, I'm probably staying away from this backfield unless you're playing best ball. Uh, but I think it's just gonna be the hot end between Fournette and Ronald Jones. Mm.
0: And it's quite unforgiving. Last year, like one mistake and effectively benched. <laughs> so Herrian's... <laughs> No nonsense. Um, and that's the problem. They're both prone to the odd fumble. So um, I really I think I still edge Ronald Jones, but you're right. It's not really pretty. Not not someone you want to think. Chigs, are you uh, more firm on Jones for net or dare I say one of the others?
1: Uh, same thing. I mean, it's cannibalize each other. For me, honestly, i would going to take the guy who's cheaper. So probably going to be Fournette. I think he had a good run in the playoffs, but I still think Ronald Jones is going higher. Mm. Um, yeah, no one, not not a guy I'm going to be relying on. You know, there'll be more of a pickup at the end of your drafts to kind of use on bye weeks and injuries and stuff like that. And if one of them wins out the sighting job, because the other one's in the bad books, then you know, got yourself a bit of a lottery ticket. But yeah, staying away
0: uh and then obviously receivers you've got uh mike evans you've got chris godwin you've got antonio brown uh you've got scotty miller who was actually targeted quite a bit last year and then outside of that you've got tyler johnson who had a few touchdowns i believe last year and they've added Jalen darden obviously a bit of a late addition um a few other names nobody of note um how are you feeling about those receivers, jigs? Um, what's, what's the uh, earliest you could take somebody like a Mike Evans or a Chris Godwin in a PPR league?
1: Um, redraft, I would probably be saying you can pick them up. I mean, I just picked up Chris Godwin in the fifth in best ball. Uh, Mike Evans, I think, went in the start of the third, but, uh, back end of the third, sorry. That's obviously because it's best ball. Yeah, his upside is massive. I think you can get them both in the fourth, fifth round, probably in a normal redraft league. Dynasty starts up. Godwin probably fourth, third, fourth round. I was interested
0: of your pick of Godwin ahead of Kenny Golliday. So would you rather have Godwin for redraft? Not necessarily best ball. I know that was a best ball move, but... Where he's not necessarily the alpha versus Galladay, who probably will be the alpha in New York.
1: Yeah, the the thing for me is I'm looking at the quarterback. Obviously, you know I, I trust Brady more than I do um, Daniel Jones. They still got one coming back, so you know he's still. Got, I think they're still going to lean heavily on the run. Um, Evan Engram. Well, I think would would do very, very well. I'm just, I know what I'm getting with Godwin. I think, you know, he's the kind of the safer PPR, PPR guy for me. But yeah. Golladay, again, and also Golladay injury, risk, risk, right? You know, he was injured all of last season, Um burnt me a little bit there. So no, Golladay or Godwin. So, um, uh, well, well, Godwin and Bill both obviously injured, but I think God, Godwin came back in the sort of back end of the season and, and looked, looked really good, right? So, you know, I'm taking a guy in the in the same offence, you know, familiar situation, second season with Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, They franchised franchise him, didn't they, to, to keep him as well? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think his upside's cap, but I still consider him as being a very solid wide receiver too. With wide receiver one upside potentially. Um, yep, you know Galladay yeah. I think is a bit more boom And Mo
0: Galladay v Godwin, what's your thoughts?
2: I'm going the other way actually. I'm going to go Galladay. I think um I, I think it's the volume and everything. Uh, I, I like Galladay being the number one there. Um, I think uh, he, and, and he's not the only one there. You know, you got Ingram and Shepard and Sterling. I think. I, I think I think he'll do well there. I mean, he's um he's he's always been in a tough situation there with um actually not. I mean, he's had a great situation there with Stafford. But I think the one the biggest concern for me would be injury. But again, Tampa Bay for me just too many mounts to feed, and that's that's what worries me. Um and uh and and, and like you said, I think if you're going best ball, if you're going redraft, I would just slightly edge Galladay over Good uh, Godwin. Just just again, it's it's a tough call. But I mean, I'm going based on. Uh, too many mouths to feed in Tampa for Muff. That's the only reason.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, and then last position then, we've got the tight ends. So you got Gronk, who's back. O.J. Howard, who should be back from injury. Uh, you, and you still got Cameron Bray. Outside of that, a few lesser less known players in uh, Cody McElroy, Tanner Hudson, and uh, Jarrell Adams. So any of the tight ends that you'd be looking to draft for for your redraft or you just staying away, Uh, Chiggs?
1: Uh, Gronk. I'll be taking Gronk for sure. I think, uh, um, you know, he showed that he's still, you know, Tom Brady still likes him as a target and trusts him. Um, Yeah, I think, you know, I'm not not relying on him, but I think if I'm going to wait, if I miss out on one of the top, three four guys he's a guy i happily pick up at
0: the back end of a kind of a draft yeah i mean back end of the draft is one thing i think his price might be inflated because people will remember his super bowl performance where he had the two touchdowns so i i I can, I can just see me not really having any shares of gronk um especially in redraft but uh good player for best ball i reckon a you... uh... yeah well...
1: It's funny because we're we're in this best ball draft now, and you've got to take two. You've got to start two tight ends, right? So I think more tight ends get pushed up a bit, as if it was a tight end premium league, right? Just because of the scarcity of the position. So eleven tight ends have already got. Um, so if you're in a if you're in a normal redraft league, um, Gronk, Gronk, you know Gronk would still be pick 12 onwards so you could probably pick him up later on in in a normal league yep that's what
2: i was thinking is um well that's my question is do you think drunks would be drafted sooner than what he was drafted last year or later i thought i I thought his adp was high quite high last year for my liking you know you know i I didn't care for him funnily enough it's probably going to be in that
0: same territory around tight end one uh adp wise Because and i think largely i mean he was pretty bad for fantasy purposes most of the year and then the offseason i mean everyone's going to remember super bowl and they're going to remember his two touchdowns in super bowl and i think that's going to lead him to be drafted around tight end sort of 11 to 13 again and i just feel like that's still a bit early for me personally
2: Uh, i agree because i mean um that's where I, I'm thinking he's going to be drafted a little later, but we'll see. I mean, that's, that's the one question I wasn't sure about. It's like, where is he being drafted in this, in, in, in this year? Last year, he was going way too early. And, um, and and actually, this year, I think he would be a surprise tight end just because he's, you know, he's back in football shape. Um, took yeah. him a while to get there. Uh, but, I mean, again, there's too many mouths to feed there in, in, in Tampa. So,
1: yeah,
2: I mean, it's he's, he's like, I think best ball wise, I think he's a great prospect to target. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm just just one of those things. I'm just uncertain about him. So for redraft, would you rather have
0: Gronk or would you have one of the New England Titans? I think I'll have the New England tight end because they have
2: no they have lack of receivers. Which I, one then? I, I actually like Henry. I'm going to tell you guys right now. If Cam's a QB, he's he 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 loves certain st- certain style tight ends, and and uh, Henry fits the bill. He's the tight end I would want.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'd be picking up Hunter Henry dirt cheap in a lot of a lot of leagues um redrafts or best ball auction sort of stuff. Yeah. I think he I think he's being slept on for sure.
2: I, I think I picked before you, Chiggs, in our in our best ball draft. So
1: <sighs> you, you do, but you also have two tight ends already, so I suspect you probably won't be taking another <laughs> so.
0: Cool. So that was uh, the NFC South. We'll be back next week to do the AFC South. Um a lot of detail, as I said, to cover. And uh so Mo, last question. Where do you think the Panthers finish in, in the division?
2: Number two. Number two. You think you make the playoffs? Oh, it's gonna be tight. I think uh we might just sneak in. Isn't there a playoff is there a playoff game or a play-in game or something? Just like last year? Was or was there yeah, it's it's six
1: Sorry,
2: yeah, seven. That's right. Seven Um. Sorry, I was thinking. I was thinking NBA for a second. Um. Yeah. Uh. That's right. Seven spots. Um. I think we can sneak in. I think. Um. I. I. I don't think we win our division. I mean, small chance we do, but um. Uh, you know, based on you know Brady. Uh. Uh. Just you know, because injuries are going to play a big part, but um. Yeah, I, I think hopefully knock on wood we can sneak in into playoff
0: okay bold prediction some may say but uh no i'm i'm bullish on the panthers for this year as well i think you'll do well so cool that was uh nfc south uh episode in the bag and we'll be back for the afc south but for now that's me signing out Mo, giddy up and chigs
1: yeah thanks
0: and again happy birthday chigs
1: happy birthday